You're listening to the Model Body Podcast with your host, Terry Goodlad. Let's go. Welcome back to the Model Body Podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. I have got a very, very special guest today, a dear friend of mine. Now, I've been in this whole photography business and, and the fitness industry and all like that for, oh gosh, 20, as a, as a, as a photographer, as a writer, well over 20 years, probably closer to 25. Uh, I ran into this young girl or was let's, 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 let's frame that up differently. I met this young lady. Uh, it was over 10 years ago, around 10 years ago. She was just beginning to model at that time. Uh, I had the opportunity to work with her. She became part of a team that I managed and uh, did some great, amazing things. Uh, I moved on. She moved on. Here we are all these years later. She is still on top of her game and she is evolving her business and growing it into something greater through all of that. She has made very, very beautiful, sexy girl. One of the hottest bodies you're, you're going to find out there on the internet. I, I, I put that to the test. Anybody can put that to the test, but she's always kept something in reserved, always done it in a dignified way and always done it. I think because she truly loves modeling and never, chase the likes and chase the dollars. They just came because of her, the genuineness, the, the realness that was there. And she's been very, very patient. And oh my gosh, it's paid off for her. I want to bring in Gia, Gia McCool. Hey! From Florida. <laughs> how, how are you doing during quarantine? Uh, oh, goodness. Actually, I'm enjoying it. A lot of people are like, oh, this is horrible. I'm like, I'm getting caught up on so much stuff. And now with this app coming, I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm it. It's been the same for me. Like I'm getting stuff that I always wanted to do and could never do. If somebody would have told me six months ago that, you know, Terry, you're going to have, you're going to have two months where you really can't do anything else other than just get caught up on stuff. You know, are you down? I'd be, Oh my God, please. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I'd like I to think, say it's been yeah. horrible, but it hasn't. It's been a really productive time. So I think it's just that with people. It's more of the mental thing, you know? Right. If they if they all told them, oh, go out. You have to be out of your house for two months. Everyone would be like, no, I want to be in my house for two months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's> the opposite. <laughs> my kids are like that. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> so I, I, the reason why we're talking is, uh, is I found out you were releasing an app and, and I understand you're really getting close to a launch date, right? Yep. Few weeks working on it now. Now, again, because we've got a lot of history and I've, you know, continued to follow you on social media, we keep in touch every now and again and say, hi, you're way out in Florida. I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, so we don't get to see each other. And we don't get to work together uh, anymore. Maybe we will someday, but uh, you're, you've, you've always followed, uh, I call it, I, when I'm offline, I refer it, she's always taken the high road. You've always done this with class and with yeah. dignity. And it's not that there haven't been offers and it's not that there hasn't been pressure for you to go and take off more stuff and, you know, even go so far as do porn and things like that. I'm just, I'm going to be a straight shooter through this whole thing. I know you're a little more diplomatic than I am, but you know, there's been those kind of offers and you've never gone that way. You've always modeled on your terms and been very aware of what you put out there. I want to, going back to when you started, uh, now you started modeling about 12 years ago. Is that right? Um, so 2009, I think was the year that I started. Okay. So, so did you tell, tell me what your mindset was back then? What were you setting out to do and how did you intend on doing it? Or did you know? So I was in fitness long before modeling. I actually uh, started fitness 
at a very young age when I was in a teenager, I started helping a manager becoming a, I was an assistant manager to a manager in a gym. And I uh, got my certified personal training license. I started teaching, training. I also handled memberships and everything that that goes with running a gym. Um, And then from that point forward, I kind of walked into one of the shows, the bodybuilding shows. I think it was the Europa in Orlando. And I fell in love with stage. I was like, this is, you know, this, I want to do this. And then I saw some model searches at the time. It happened to be the new tricks by tricks model search. <laughs> and I picked up the card and sent a photo in and they picked me. It was like, okay, cool. Let's do this. And then I think my first shoot uh, ended up, one of the photographers that I shot with ended up putting it in uh, American Curves. And then American Curves asked me to come back again. And they did three consecutive issues after that. And it just kind of like steamrolled. And then from that point forward, I was like, okay, you know what? This is a great way to be accountable to my, because I'm already in fitness. I'm already working hard every day. Why not do photos? Shows all of my hard work. And I fell in love with how creative you could be and could become different things every single time you shot. So yeah, I just fell in love with the whole thing. No, I was the guy that was managing that model team at the time, and I was the guy that actually made that selection. So I did. I, I think I have pretty good taste. Don't you agree? <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I. I, I like to pride myself in, in, in believing that I'm pretty good at choosing models and, and, uh, you, you just really, really brought something different. You're, you're a very, uh, tall girl. I, is it fair to ask or is that yeah. something you want to keep secret? No, no, no. Go for it. How tall are you? 5'11". Okay. People argue, 60, 5'11". I'm like, 5'11", I'm not 6 foot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the thing. It's just long and, and beautiful lines and, and, you know, great clavicle, great shoulders, you know, nice wide shoulders, small waist, Thank you know. You. It's just everything's Very there. And then the facial structure is is perfect. What I always look for is, is angles, you know, the jawline, the cheekbones, you know, the facial structure, because that, uh, you know, people talk about, well, I'm photogenic or not photogenic. A lot of that, can be worked around uh, with personality. That's what modeling is, right? But uh, that facial structure just makes for a, a photographer, uh, like for me, it what what's there, the the what God has constructed there is just makes my day so much easier. And then I can focus on details rather than how I'm going to hide things, right? And so you you've got all that. Yeah, and then and then we started working, and it uh, even as a as a novice model, I'll call you a novice model, but even as a girl that's not you know doesn't have the number of years and shoots behind you that you do now, uh, you just sort of took to it right away. There was no, there was no. There's always a little bit of, um, and we'll talk about this. The question I want to ask you too, but being a little nervous at front or a little insecure. There's always that thing where, you know, they, they just, well, no, I don't want to do that, you know, where I, uh, you know, and, and it becomes difficult to work with because it's a creative thing and it's got to just progress. Were you the nervous kind of girl? Because it never came across that way. Never, never. I was the girl who would get into the lake with five alligators to get the shot. <laughs> I was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I am an adrenaline junkie. So the, the more fun, the more 
you know, dangerous something is, I'm all for it. I don't know. That's don't cool. Think. That's so cool. <laughs> no, and I loved working with you. We had such a good time. And then you've really gone and uh, really made something of it. And uh, I want to talk for a minute now about the path that you took. I mean, back then with, uh, with Vitrix, you built up a significant following in the time that you were with the team. I think that was two years, right? You were on that team for two years. I can't remember. Uh, seems seemed to be so though. Yeah, I think two it was years, two years. Right. And in that time you were definitely one of the favorites, you know, that you had a good following, a good base out of there. Uh, basically what we were producing then was what we call glamor. That's what the company called for. And that's what we produced. Uh, not much focus on fitness at all, uh, which really was your background, but it was a yeah. lot of glamour. So swimsuit, lingerie, dresses, you know, stuff like that. And you've kind of continued on that direction. Do you want to talk about that choice to do that and, and where that took you? Um, so with fitness is Vitrix. I, I, I think to have a good body, you know, an attractive body, no matter how much people might perceive it as glamour, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And I think that a lot of people perceive somebody who has a six pack or a chiseled arm, bicep, tricep as their fitness and somebody who's softer and doesn't show those definitions is not fitness. And that is unfair because there's a lot that goes into those looks that is not always, it's more than meets the eye. And without getting into anything negative, I just want to say that you shouldn't allow somebody's look to stereotype whether they're not in fitness or not because I have been in fitness for over a decade and I have done competitions and I train girls but I don't have these six pack defined abs I don't have these huge guns on my arms you know so that's that's why it, it bothers me a little bit that the fitness industry on the media has a tendency to stereotype girls and not I think there's a line there being a, you know, coming from that industry, I was a fitness industry photographer and writer for gosh, over two decades and worked with all the top magazines. There was a line though. Uh, and you know, that, that in, in a lot of magazines were this way oxygen, when I worked for them, it was less. So they were after more of a softer look. And really we just, uh, I would shoot somebody for, you know, one of the bodybuilding magazines like Flax or something like that and emphasize that muscularity because that's what their readership wanted. And when I would shoot with oxygen, I would just like that exact same model in a different way and it would take all that definition and hardness away. Uh, with you though, um, and I want to talk about your approach, uh, you always, you, you know, you're a professional athlete, you earned your pro card. Uh, you competed, you did very, very well in the sport as an athlete, but, uh, there were never these ups and people, downs. They don't realize that I got the pro card. I got my pro card in WBFF and then went over to IFBB and got my pro card. So that's hard to do. Like very that hard. is almost unheard of. Right. It's, and I don't really talk about it a lot. I, and I'm going to start now doing more of it now that I have a separate page designated just for fitness. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it, it took a lot. It took a lot of focus. A lot of but I think it was your approach, like your approach to training, nutrition, and I'm just going to ask this. I don't know. And, and, and if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to, but you know, drugs is a great big part of the sport. Steroids, right? It is. Performance it is. enhancing drugs. Um, You've never had that over muscular look. You, you always look fit and right. healthy, but I would never... I, I know that you compete, but I would never look and say, oh, she must be a competitor because you never right. 
looked that hard and that muscular, well, yet you're, you're a champion, you know? I'm a natural athlete. I'm a natural athlete. Um, gotcha. The thing is, is I, when I, as I told you, I was in fitness when I was a teenager. So I didn't even start considering anything until like my late 20s. And that's when I was like, okay, you know what? My body's kind of getting in that point where it's like, it's not going to really add any more muscle. This is my genetics. And I know there were, getting more and more into competing, that was a big question. Hey, are you going to go that route? You know, and I, I didn't want to go that route. I just, I made a decision. I know it would have been a lot easier to go forward, but I made the decision to stay natural. So yeah. That's what I decided to do. Okay. Now, and you still had tremendous success. When did you, uh, when was your last show? 2016. And are you going to do any more? Ah, so that's the question. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> asked me that question. Um, you know, I do miss the stage dearly. I, you know, you either love it or hate it, right? Yeah. So I miss it. it. It just kept me, I don't know, it just gives you that drive every day. But it, it, you know what it does is it just reminds you that anything you want, you can do. You just, it's all in the mind. Right. That's why I love it. Okay. But I don't know. I never say never. Now you, you know, you built your career on the glamour side of it. The fitness has always been a part of it, but it's, it's not something that you've actually presented as, Hey, there's this whole other thing that I do. Uh, and that's what you're evolving into now, which I think is absolutely brilliant because it's, it, it doesn't take away from what you've done. Um, but it's, it's definitely a part of what you do and you do it very, very well. And I think you've got so much to offer for both men and women. Uh, what happens to all the glamour modeling now? Uh, and, and I say okay, this, so, I'm just going to be straight. I'm going to be straight. What you right. see is you see girls who will come up as glamour models, mm -hmm. get married, meet a guy, want to have kids, something changes in their life. And then they want to act as if the glamour thing just never, ever happened. And now they get into the fitness side and it's like, yeah. it's a bad thing. You know, it's kind of like that yeah, girl that you meet that's really, really hot and dresses up and wears heels all the time. You marry her and then she, you know, grows hair in her legs and buys Birkenstocks. Right. It's, it's kind of like that, you know, <laughs> what yeah, you, they, they yeah. What are you going to do with the, uh, what are you going to do with, with the glamour? Are you going to continue on as a glamour model? Or are you shutting that down? I mean, so the reason I guess, people kind of think, okay, wait a second, she really hasn't, I haven't seen much of the fitness end, but that's actually not true because 2011 to 2014, I was like, you could go on my Facebook page, like everything, all the videos I was putting out with recipes and fitness and just nothing but fitness. And then all of a sudden I start working with certain people in the industry and I was allowing them to take the lead. And that's where I went wrong. I will tell you that it's my huge mistake. I will never allow other people to tell me how to run my business. And that I changed. So in the past year and a half, I said, nope, no more of that. I'm going to do what I love and what actually I'm about. So that's when I start doing the balance between fitness and glamour. Now, are you going to continue as a glamour model? So I do have my fan club, which are some of my very, I would say, loyal these people have been with me from day one and they are on every post. Gotta love them. I mean, they just, I can't do, you know, it's not fair to them. Like they've been there from the start. So yes, I am going to put out still beautiful, sexy images, classy images, but I'm also going to keep that on the fan club only. And for my social media uh, networks, then those are going to be more, a little bit more geared toward fitness and just health and wellness. 
And I think that's smart. I mean, there's a natural progression that occurs as we, you know, you've been doing this a long time, right? And uh, and it's hard as a glamour model to kind of reinvent yourself as a glamour model. Uh, you know, I, th- I think the only natural progression is if you don't broaden your modeling skills so that you have uh, more versatility as a model, you can do more things and more types of shots. I think that's something that's sorely lacking in the industry. I think everybody has their five or six go-to poses and that's what they do. They just change the outfit and the location. Uh, yeah, I, I think you've got I, I your... I think what's kept me from doing that. Go ahead. I think that's what's kept me from doing that is I get bored too quickly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or this pose. Don't worry, I'm not posing that now. I'm just going to walk down the street and use that camera. <laughs> but that's the thing. You, you've... Uh, you know, there's always something fresh and new about what you're doing. And so even though it's glamour and, and it's been 10 years, uh, you know, or over 10 years, it's still interesting, you know? And, and I think maybe, uh, you know, I, I'm a fan too. I mean, I saw you, I've known you since the beginning. And so of course, you know, it's one of those, you're my friend, right? So I follow what you're doing, but as a photographer, I'm always trying to reinvent myself and get frustrated when I, when I get into a rut and I recognize it right away in models. And you just have never found that rut. You've always avoided that. And I want to talk about that in a second. Now there's an evolution into uh, a fitness direction, which I think is a great evolution because at some point it's a way to repackage and reinvent invent yourself if you're not abandoning those people those loyal people that uh it, it, i'll go back and say this the way you model you're not you don't objectify yourself you're a person you put out there that you're a person and clearly you take your own path and so i think that's why people are so loyal the, the people that are is just that they appreciate that you recognize it and see it people think you can't see that from a picture but you can you can over a collective over over a period of time and so i want to go back and say I've always believed this, and this is really going to look bad if, if this is not the case, but I don't ever get the sense that you're chasing the dollar with what you're doing. I no. get the sense you actually love what you're doing. I do. Absolutely. Does that make a difference in how you approach this business? Absolutely. You can't, you, you can't allow money to dictate what you do. I always say it's more important uh, how you make your money than how much money you're making. Like you gotta love what you do and you gotta do that and then money will come. But if you're just if you're only looking at money, what's gonna end up happening is you'll start to take that road and then you'll let go of standards, boundaries, all the things that I think make you unique. Right. And I think that's the thing. You can either bump the bar up by taking more off doing more racy mm-hmm. things. You can either do that or you can become a more versatile model so that the, the work never gets stale. Uh, the next thing right. that you can do is evolve uh, your, your person. Mm-hmm. You've got more than one interest, right? And so you can evolve and start to expose and offer more of those interests. I mean, I would love to see you as a model teaching other models how to succeed in this business because I've, I've I've known so many models and literally it's thousands that come and go and come and go and come and go and it's just a lot of but potential wasted. <laughs> yeah exactly right and and especially something like instagram now really really emphasizes that but trust me in two years half of them won't, won't be there and somebody else will be there right uh yeah. you've gotten longevity like out of this girl. pardon me girls always tell me well i always get you know women asking me that question how do you, you know, how do you, how, how can I do what you do? And, and I want to do modeling like you. And I always tell them, don't go after being a model. Being a model is 
but you know, there's a million of people that call themselves model. Look for more value. Find something that, because everybody's unique in their own way. Everybody has a talent. You just got to tap into what that is. And that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing with the fitness thing. So I was really excited to see that you were doing this. Now, this app, tell me a little bit about the app. What are you doing? What are you doing with the whole app thing? The whole app direction? So this fitness app is a long time coming. I have been wanting to do this for some time now, especially being in fitness for as long as I have. But now being with the way the world is, I, I believe that the world is a new normal right now. And not everybody needs heavy weights or machines or gym membership to get an, an amazing body, especially for a woman. You, there are, it's a science. It really is a science. You've been in fitness. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. There is a science between nutrition and working out that when done well and put together, it just creates the better, the best body that you ever could have. Right. right, right. And everybody has that ability. It's, it's not, just gifted to one particular person on this universe. Anybody can have that body. You just got to be willing to put in the time. So that's why I've been working a while on this concept and I wanted something that was more custom, not cookie cutter. It would, it would ask each individual how they live their lifestyle, what they're usually eating on a day-to-day basis to custom put together a routine and a program that they could follow and make it into a lifestyle. Right. And it's, not done yet. I'm still in the process of working on it. I'm putting together, there's so many workouts involved, you know, so many different programs involved. There's one for just relaxation. There's one for back issues and knee issues. There's one for people looking to, you know, completely transform their body. So that takes a lot of work because it's so much filming and I'm doing tons of filming right now and trying. And of course I do all my own edits and yeah, so it's, it's going to be really, really amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now, do you have a hard launch date, or is this something that uh, I, I, I've um, launched? I've launched apps I before. Yeah, I've launched apps before, and I've <laughs> I've given hard dates, and it was a mistake because these things yeah. that you never stop working to get them right. No. Uh, now, something that you are doing that I never did, and I think it's absolutely brilliant. If you go to uh, your website, uh, your website is Gia McCool. So it's G-I-A-M-A-C-O-O-L.com. Uh, on the menu, click on Cool Fit, and you have an option to take a survey. And it's like literally a 15-second survey. I just did it just now while you're talking. Yeah. And and I just did the survey. And, and I look at that and I go like, okay, this is somebody that clearly cares about, you really do care about helping people, don't you? Yeah. And because so, that's, that's the only reason why I would be doing this. I mean, you, it's not like you're going to be a millionaire over this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is not saying I could, I, that's probably the worst part of this is the notoriety. I, I would toss that out the window in a second. That's one of the things I hate about doing what I do. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and that, and I think that's the wonderful thing. I think the other thing is, and you've touched on that, is that uh, you know the, the assumption is is that you know you've got your own G six and you've you know got a garage full of cars and a number of villas <laughs> around the world and like that. And the truth is, is you're just a regular girl that's got this is your job and this is what you do and you yeah, love what you do yeah. and you really you my, really care about your fans. Come from doing outside. So I have so many other things I'm involved in, projects in the real world, um, real estate to name a few, you know. I do so much other things, and that's really where I have revenue coming from 
all over the place and I'd be versatile myself just so that I can be able to take that money, reinvest it into giving back. Excellent. I like that. That's really, really interesting. Uh, I think that's something, again, that uh, everybody wants to put their eggs in one basket. And if you are going to be self-employed and you are your brand, you need to diversify those income streams and get as many different ones as you can manage and do well. Uh, that's that's always the prudent thing to do. Um, so let's talk about the, the fitness app. What sort of things are you offering in the app? How, how would this benefit somebody? So if you are a beginner and intermediate and advanced, uh, let's say you're a mother, a new mother, you just had a baby, um, there are programs designed for each individual and you would go in and there's something from Monday to Sunday for you, a virtual workout that you literally can have my voice and watch me and do the workout with me. Music, the whole nine, it will have diet programs, recipes so there won't be any guessing there'll even be workout and um recipe videos so you can actually follow along with me in the kitchen and put together your dishes and your oh meal cool <laughs> now that's something again now uh, i remember back in the day it was about the food with you because you're an incredible cook and you've got some amazing you. recipes you know Aww, you make you. you make dieting fun you know it's actually delicious and fun uh again is that something that will will there be a bigger presence of that in the app as well then? yeah yeah because i always tell people if you're not having fun food is i don't know about you but i love food yeah i, I would call myself a fit foodie because i love food but it's turning what you love and just making the healthier alternative. So I still eat pizza, I still have ice cream, I still eat cake, I have cookies, all the things that people are like, no, you shouldn't be eating that. I eat it, I just find the healthier way to make it. And I portion control. Right. And which is the smart thing to do. And that's the thing, again, going back to, to the athlete thing, covering athletes, it was always the thing. I had a section in Flex Magazine called Body Shop. And so once a year, twice a year, usually I would go to Florida set up at St. Pete's Beach and I would fly in the models and we'd work with them. Now, the problem was with some models, their coaches would not let them get in shape. So they would show up like, you know, 20 pounds, 30 pounds over their contest weight <laughs> for wow. a photo shoot that the world is going to see, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and with you, I've never seen you have, and maybe I just haven't seen them, but there's wild fluctuations. Do you, do you go up and down and up and down? What's your no, philosophy on that? Um, I would say I've always stayed between five to seven pounds. Um, like, let's say I'm going to do a shoot in six weeks or something, then I would be, you know, I would start prepping, and I'd, it always takes me about seven pounds to get where I need to be for that shoot. But I don't vary from that. And being tall helps. I'm not going to lie. Being tall helps sure. in, in things, and it also can make things harder. So it can make it harder when you're trying to add muscle. Why, which is why my legs and my booty took so long to build over, you know, over a course of a decade. But then when it comes to adding fat, the way tall people are, it kind of adds it all over. So you don't see it as fast. So it's good and bad, right? Well, five to seven pounds looks a lot different on somebody that's five foot two than it does on somebody that's five foot 11. Okay, let's be real. Exactly. But, but I got to say this, for a girl that is natural, okay, the changes that I saw in your body when you started competing in one year 
was absolutely remarkable, especially how you balanced up. And again, it, you know, you very, very long limbs. And so your legs can be large in circumference, but if, you know, you've got wide shoulders and so balancing out that lower body. So when you get on stage, it's symmetrical. That is a huge challenge. And basically yeah. in one year, Jia, you went from, a, you were the uh, an incredible before and after picture and you did it without drugs. I want to know how you did it. And I mean, how you did it. I mean, obviously it's more complex, well, but yeah, what was the focus? It's funny. So when I first started, my, my very first coach, who he passed away, unfortunately. And I'm then sorry. I went over to Adam. But he, I remember them telling me, you know, you're built for figure. Your body is a triangle. You know, it's built for figure. Right. Genetically. And I, whenever you tell me I can't do something, oh, Lord, don't tell me I can't do something. <laughs> because now you just got me on the, I'm going to show you. <laughs> okay, so, so, yeah, so I was like, oh, yeah, really? Okay, well, I'm not doing figure. I don't want to look like that. That's not my, that's not my idea of what I want for my own body, okay? Right. It's beautiful on others, but on me personally, it's not what I want. I wanted to stay in bikini. So I really had to build the bottom half to match out the upper half. And it was a matter of stopping doing so much cardio. I was doing way too much cardio, eating way too little. You know, I was on that whole oh, only asparagus thing and only chicken. And so right. I learned that on my leg days, I slowed them down. I started doing more, you know, like each rep would be one, two, three, four, five. Seven, eight, and then up to the so very slow, controlled, heavy weight. I was crying through those reps, and then I would come home and I would eat. I would actually eat. I didn't eat no diet food. It was some big meals. <laughs> so <laughs> the combination of this consistency over time just gradually built it up. And now that I'm where I want to be, now it's more about tweaking things. Right. See, and that, that I coached elite and professional athletes for over 30 years. And, and the hardest thing to get a girl to do is to eat. They think yeah. they're going to die. They think they're going to blow up. And, and if you're starving yourself, yeah, there's going to be a rebound for maybe about two weeks. But mm -hmm. after that, your body adapts and you grow, you can grow like a weed. And, and this is a the thing. They don't hesitate taking the drugs but they'll hesitate eating food and training hard, <laughs> you know? And that's the thing that I've always, uh, again, as from coming from a photographer's perspective, there was never a time that I ever had to worry about you not being ready for a photo shoot. Any photo shoot we ever did, I knew what I was getting so I could actually plan something, but there's nothing worse than, okay, what am I going to get? Because you can't plan an outfit and a location and all that. And then somebody shows up, and they're 10, 15 pounds over where you thought they were, you know, yeah. and, and, and I've had I people send me, it yeah, it's just, it just, it just makes your job so much harder and, and they don't understand a camera is it's just a recording device. It's not a magic wand, right? It can't, yeah. it can only record what's there. And, uh, and, yeah. and, and that was the thing I always appreciated about you is that no matter what you were always, I knew what I was getting. And so I could actually focus on trying to create something and not trying to, hide problems you know what i mean um yeah. but yet you were also 
an athlete as well. And you put on, I mean, you put on, you balanced up your lower and your upper body dramatically in a very, very short period of time. I mean, one year, it was a massive difference. And, yeah. and so I think, uh, I just think you have a lot of, uh, your approach is a very common sense, very healthy, very, yeah. I don't want to use the word natural, but it's, it's just a very healthy, it's working with your body instead of beating your body into submission. Would that be a good way to summarize it? Yeah, you have to know, like, and I, and I'm not gonna lie, it's not just me. Like, I can't sit here and say it's all me. There's a team effort, right? Right. So you helped me immensely. I have a, a wonderful manager uh, at Romero Productions that that just kind of like kind of reframes things sometimes. It's like, oh, Gia, back, you know, you gotta step back here now. Yeah. So you need to have these people around you to keep you grounded, to keep you humble. Because if not, if you don't have that that good support group, you can easily um, kind of forget and start believing the hype. What I've always loved about you is is that there's there's uh there, it's it's you're certainly not uh, insecure by any stretch, uh, nor are you unaware of what you bring to the table. Everybody has their insecurity. Well, of course, everybody does. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that. Uh, what I've always enjoyed about you is that, you know, you're not afraid to say, Hey, yeah, I could do something different. You know, you don't, you don't let your pride and your ego get in the way of good advice, uh, which was something that I always appreciated. Uh, you're always, you know, quick to take any criticism, but you're also quick to figure out which is helpful criticism and which isn't, which is a tremendous gift. And what I guess I'm fr trying to frame up for the listeners here is that, there's a whole lot more to offer here than just boobs and butt in a pretty face. This, you know, they, but they don't want to hear that though. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that it's just, you've been such a joy. It's been so gratifying to watch you progress through this because there's just not been that many, if any frustrating moments where you go like, why is she doing that? What the heck is she thinking? You know, it's, it's uh, you know, you've tried things that didn't work, but you quickly realize they don't work and you move on yeah. to something else and you're strong enough to do that. You get the right people around you, but you just don't follow along. You, yeah. you and, see, you see good I mean, advice. Carrie, Carrie, I have, I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't made I've made mistakes. I made many mistakes, but it's learning from those mistakes and then moving forward and not making the same mistakes again. You just got so much wisdom. I think is the word. Is, Thank you. And it's Thank you. Uh, I, I, you know you learn learn something every day. <laughs> yeah, and you just you just approach it with a lot of common sense, and I just think there's just so much to offer. If if there's wow. I, I, I guess if, if, if I was to ask you if you were to distill it down to a brief paragraph, a few sentences of uh, the secret behind why you made it, uh, and you, it, it, as beautiful as, as everything is, um, that can't be the only thing because it's, there's just so many beautiful people out there, right? But there's something else there that is, it's an intangible, you can't see in the pictures yet, you see it in the pictures and it makes you react different to you uh, and it draws people to you. You know, as a businessman, even though you're have been almost exclusively a glamour model, there's still as a businessman. And, I, and if I was to work with an influencer, I know who, who the top five people are on my list. And it's not the people with the most likes. It's not yeah. the people with the most following. It's the people that are going to paint 
my brand with the same brush that they do. And, and, and so, uh, that, that's, I, if there's a compliment I could give you from a business perspective, it's that, I've uh, been many, many years in business, you know, a president of a very large supplement company at one point in time and, you know, done all sorts of things. And I look at who I would want for an influencer if I was doing something in that space and, you're right at the top of that list. You're the first person. Right. And it's because you bring that other approach. And so this, this, we're running a little long today. I mean, I could talk to you for hours about that, but I'd like to have you back on the show and I'd like to talk about, about your approach to that. I guess more from girls. If, if, if there's a girl starting out as a model now, what, what advice would you give her and how would you guide her? And so I will, we'll save that for another day. We've got to come back and do that. But for now, uh, when, when do you think we, I guess we just send people to your website right now, gmacool.com. Can they contact you to, so they can be, how will they find out when your app is out? Okay. So take the survey and also on my gmacool.com, there's all my social media network, my Instagram page, my Facebook page, um, which I do want to just kind of tell the listeners that my pages are verified. There are hundreds, if not more, of impersonation pages using my names and my pictures. Make sure the page has the blue check mark. Gotcha. And those pages are listed with links only on gmacool.com. Okay, great. So gmacool.com, again, another huge piece of wisdom. Everybody relies on social media. Those algorithms change almost daily. You need to have a website still. It's still the smart thing to do. Uh, That is the hub from which everything else comes from. I always say the website is like the fishing boat. Everything else you put out there is a fishing line. And uh, and then people can always come to your website and they can get the information that you want in the format you want in the right message. I think that's really, really good advice for anybody. Gia, it's always such a pleasure i know you've got a bunch of links you're gonna you're gonna give them to me so i can put them at the bottom here if you want to contact gia if you want to follow her certainly go to giamacool.com that's g-i-a-m-a-c-o-o-l.com and i'll put the link below uh and uh and we're just excited i'm just so happy to to connect with you and do this podcast we got to do another one and uh and i want to tell you before you go that i have a huge honor to be on this show you know you have been a constant a source of inspiration from the day one because I remember asking questions when I was clueless you know because it's all a learning process you never really you never can learn everything right always something to learn in this industry and you were always that go-to for genuine real advice you never sugarcoat anything <laughs> so I just want to tell you thank you it's a huge honor to be on this podcast I've been looking forward to it so I'm looking forward to it Thank you very much. The honor, the honor is certainly mutual. Gia, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you're doing on quarantine, but uh, I, I know what you're doing on quarantine. I don't know what you've got, you got planned for after. But we've got to get back on another show very, very soon. I can't wait to talk to you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of Model Body Magazine, the podcast.